0: Tuning to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. And for those of you who're tuning via the worldwide web, thank you so much for caring to be with us than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who try to make sure you're always attuned to this frequency, at this appointed time, I am so grateful for you. The meeting of the inner circle is always intended to provide us with an opportunity to get beyond all of the limited frames of reference and all of the demarcations of separation and divisiveness that is methodology of world-conquering rampage to have us divided and conquered, divided within our very selves, divided within ourselves, and therefore divided in terms of our inability to maintain and sustain family and marriages and relationships and harmony and peace and poise and all of that, and so I care that I am able to be here consistently over time To sow those seeds of harmony and the common unity that we each are absolutely blessed with each and every breath and every beat of our heart, with every step that we've made, with every hand that is extended to us, lifted us, cared for us, supported us for every heart that is opened up to us for all of our teachers, for all of our loved ones, and that we are in a now moment that is requiring us to care, to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and revivified so that we are standing in the light of the truth of the ones that we are and we are living to be the difference in the world. We are living to exalt the full life's urge that is a requisite in order for us to really get leverage over the system of things that we are the ones who should set the precedent for life itself and for our children no longer being under assault by the sugar candy and death food industries. We're in a now moment that requires us to really have an understanding and an understanding as to that which will allow us to be continued in existence upon the earth and beyond the earth. That we should not be in a place where we are all right with dying because we are already in the realm of eternity and we should not be dying at all. And immortality is our gift. We've been given one life. It is an immortal life. And the trick here in the world is to put us in a place where we are glib about having the right to throw ourselves away if we so please. Because we have the will, the free will to choose. And when people tell me that, they say, well, you know, God gave me free will. I say, well, no, the intelligence of existence has given you so much of itself. And it's given us absolute laws. And those laws provide for our best way of living, loving, honoring, being in a place and space where we are realizing the divinity of existence and we are harmonizing with the laws that govern us so that we are participating consciously and conscientiously as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of its absolute and supreme intelligence. We're in a now moment that requires us to realize that there is no one who has been authorized by the will of existence, the laws of existence, or the creator itself to be the perpetuators and the legislators of sickness, illness, disease, and death as a livelihood. And that because this is so prevalent and that we have not been properly oriented upon the planet in terms of what the real purpose of being on the planet is in terms of our self-actualization and self-realization and our education, our religious training, our socialization, across all lines and all cultures should have been oriented and intended to provide us with the keys to ourselves. Self-knowing, creator knowledge, creation knowledge how do the laws of life work and had we gotten that then we would already have heaven on earth we would already have peace we would already have a cooperative collaborative effort that benefits the whole of humanity and mother earth mother nature and all of her creatures that we would be in a place and space where the light of absolute and supreme intelligence would be turned completely on so that we could create nothing that would be detrimental to us as a global humanity and because there are those who are about profit over purpose they're about profit over the lives and the integrity and the right to the right of all ones to have the right to their lives, then they have created that which facilitates devastation because they did not come with the foundation of commitment towards wholeness. And where we have chosen to exalt a full life's urge and to respect the functioning of our body temples, So that we have an understanding and an understanding that there is nothing that man has made that is an essential for our lives, particularly when it comes to food. That which is oxygenating, hydrating, mineralizing, alkalizing, and facilitating the elimination of any toxicity from our body temples. This is what real food does for us. And we could not live without breath or force that comes into us with each and every breath that there's more in the air than we could think that is there and we're also blessed to have access to it and even with the degrees of toxicity that are unseen Our bodies are still designed by this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, and it is intelligent enough to know how to perpetuate itself. And the earth itself is in perpetual movement. She is traveling that helps to dissipate the chemicals, the pollution, so that every day that we awaken, The skies are blue, the clouds are fluffy, we are moving, the sun is shining, or we have rain. But the issue is is that man cannot compete with existence itself. And it can't destroy the intelligence of existence itself. He can self-destruct, which is what is happening and which is destined to happen, as a result of being in violation of the laws that govern. And because the law functions from the perspective of what one does unto others shall be done unto the one, then we have to realize that it is not what man decrees in his court systems that has the final say. It is as a result of his own karmic debt that he will pay, and when you deal with a system that is founded upon the violation and the annihilation and the subjugation of our indigenous families, the enslavement of our African families, the incarceration of those of color, our youth, our brothers, our sisters, that are poisoning everything and everybody, then understand that it is not going to end well unless we as the populace begin to participate fully in exalting a full life's urge in doing that which is ours to do, as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence and regain our footing as points of absolute and supreme intelligence and to understand that intelligence does not kill itself. It doesn't kill its children. It does not think that money has more value than life itself. And we're in a place and a space where we have the opportunity to bring honor and glory into the lineages that we represent. To give forward and to give back for the sacrifices that were made so that we have it a little easier that we have opportunity to really live without so much of the pain and disdain of seeing black bodies swinging from trees and whatnot, even though we are dealing with the incarceration in the prison industrial complex and the military industrial complex and the death food industries and whatnot, we still have the opportunity to do that, which is truly in our own best interest, but you have to care to do it. Because we can see that the, the agenda and the objective did not stop. You got lazy. You forgot. That we were given edu- the opportunity to be educated so that we can participate as the profiteers behind the subjugation, the domination, the enslavement, incarceration, the usurpation and whatnot of the light of the people
1: as doctors and lawyers and police officers and jailers and all of these
0: ones. But nobody can be licensed, certified, degreed, educated or miseducated or religiously trained to participate with the subjugation, the domination, the the usurpation, the devastation, the capitalization of other ones and then really prosper. And that's why we have to have a a wholehearted commitment to living and to come to a point and place where if you know that you have been feeding off the flesh of dead animals the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificially colored, artificially flavored, NutraSweet, Aspartame-Laden, dieted sodas, alcoholic beverages, alcohol, tobacco, cigarettes, and all of this stuff, then know that the cancer is already there. Don't wait to be diagnosed. Everybody's all surprised when the doctors give them this prognosis and this diagnosis about the cancer, but you all have been perpetuating it. You have been doing exactly what is required in order to create these situations and circumstances of cellular deprivation, deficiency, toxicity, acidity, and all of that that undermines the whole fabric of your life. And now you have the opportunity to get support in knowing what to do in order to reverse it. And it is a tragedy and a travesty that so many ones are still dragging their feet about exalting a full life's urge, dragging their feet about reaching for life, dragging their feet about doing that which is in their own best interest, but then they are concerned about these ones over here and what they're doing and those ones over there about what they're doing, but you in and of yourself have the responsibility to do what is truly in your own best interest because this is the only way that we can have leverage over a system that is intentionally trying to make sure that we are anesthetized, inebriated, intoxicated, stupefied, and out of alignment with the laws that govern us so that we will soon be disqualified for being continued in existence. time, if it just takes you a moment to really get real about respecting the functioning of your body, Temple, more than you respect the functioning of these things that you make. And these children, they want to have babies, but they don't know how to eat. Then these other ones, they want to have babies, but they don't want to feed the babies what they require. Not knowing that babies can't just eat just anything off a shelf, ground-up turkey by Gerber and ground-up chicken and cereals and all of this. And we're creating devastation in our ignorance that there is absolute law that governs absolutely everything. And there is a right way. There is a best way. And when we are compromising with ourselves, then everybody suffers. And to be in a place where the extreme is not light. The extreme is the commitment to dying. The extreme is not the call to rise. As y'all say, well, she's so extreme. No, you're extreme in the sense that you feel as though you can kill yourself and have the right to live. And that we can be employed by these entities, the corporate deities of death, and then not suffer for it, in terms of how we are employed in the production and the manufacturing and the distribution of meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, flesh, alcohol, tobacco, and all of this garbage that is Advertise to our children. And so, yes, we have to have that conversation about what the issue is, because we would think that it's just the politics, or we would think that it's just the economics, but then if you're not connecting the dots between you using your life currency to work on behalf of that which is creating that which undermines the life currency of other ones, then you cannot really apply yourself properly to the path of progression or prosperity. And those ones who have traded so much of their life force for paper currency and then taking that paper currency and purchase meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, flesh, alcohol, tobacco, all manners of drugs and this and that, and undermine themselves. It is the practice of impoverishment. Because the wealth of ourselves is that which we should be cultivating and developing, that which our education and our religious training and our socialization should have facilitated that in our own self-unfoldment, our self-realization, our conscious care, to walk in the integrity of our own authenticity as creative people. Not apathetic people not sick and diseased people but absolutely supremely intelligent being people <laughs> and so as I come to you to remind you not to get so content and complacent and complicit with the agenda that is depopulation and genocide to come to a point and place where you will do that which is truly yours to do and knocking and seeking and asking and shifting and changing and reaching for life and coming to a point where you are absolutely uncompromisingly committed to living in the light of the truth of who you are on behalf of the lineages that you represent. That it matters to you the integrity with which you stand and have your being in this life. It matters to you that you are serving life to your children and to those that you love. That it matters to you that you are doing everything that that is possible in this now moment to free yourself at the cellular level since the methodology of our oppression has been cellular oppression. And so our individual and collective participation in cellular liberation will indeed create and facilitate the boycott of the death industries as a grassroots community movement that has to be a global movement because the corporate deities of death are global. But because there are so many more ones who are impacted and affected by it than just those who work on behalf of these companies, that the people themselves have a greater power when we will take responsibility to get to the root of the issue and root it out within the very fabric of our own beings through exalting a full life's urge, doing nothing to undermine ourselves hydrating, flushing, nourishing, alkalizing, mineralizing, opening up all channels of elimination so that the toxins and the mucus and the acid and the parasites and organisms can get out of our body temples because our bodies are designed perfectly and none of those things are designed to be in them. And until we get to the value of ourselves, until we come to a point and place where we truly realize that there is no amount of money in anybody's currency, no matter how fine the paper or the ink's, no amount of money that is more valuable than one breath or one beat of our hearts, that no amount of money has more value than our lives, and that when we're valuing our lives, And valuing the opportunity that we have to participate fully in the light of the truth of the all that we each are as these living, intelligent, potent, immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, that then we have the opportunity to really change these things. Because light has the right to triumph over the ignorance, the stupidity, the degradation, the wickedness, the sinfulness, the murdering, the lying, the killing, the stealing, the entrapment, and all that we are seeing that is a part of how the system itself the system that is capitalism and globalization and how it functions to the detriment of everything and everybody even though it is touted as if it is beneficial and those of us who come to that place and space within ourselves where we're fully committed to living, fully committed to loving, fully committed to honoring fully committed to respecting Reverencing, appreciating, loving, appreciating, uplifting, enhancing, enriching, adding unto, substantiating, and resubstantiating the truth of our own divine selves. The more we do that work, then the devil's work can't prevail. The way of divisiveness has no sway over us because we understand how to respond correctly and directly to a global initiative that is divisiveness, depopulation, and genocide, that we will no longer participate, we will no longer be complicit or complacent, that we will take responsibility to reclaim the right to be righted, to stand corrected, to accept the correction and to understand that there is very little that we've received in our miseducation other than the opportunity to learn how to read, write, and do basic math. You understand, for those of us who got through school, and we didn't necessarily have to go through school to get that. Many of us were reading before we even went to school. But the issue for us now is to understand that life is school. And we are here to free ourselves from the karmic debt of past lives, to consciously care, to be in a place and space where we are consistently growing and reaching for light, love, wisdom, and truth that allows us to reshape ourselves and our experience here, to be in a place and space where mentally, emotionally, spiritually, psychically... Consciously, we are caring to add unto the blessedness of being itself, to know of a surety that this is the path of true progression where we are really participating in the gift and the celebration of existence with all that exists. And to know that nobody can give us a greater objective. And that when we consciously care to be great in our living, in loving, in serving, in honoring, in respecting, that this is the true worship. Because there are those that would have you think that just because you pray a certain kind of way and you go over here and go over here and go over here to pray and 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 fellowship with other ones, that that constitutes the fullness of worship. Worship is how we be every day, with each and every beat of our heart, how we're thinking, how we're lear- learning, what, how we're applying what it is we're learning, what it is we're applying ourselves to. But to not care, to be participating consciously and conscientiously on the path of self-evolutionary soulful unfoldment and development, means that we won't Come away from here with the fullness of ourselves, and that is all we will ever take with us when it comes time to leave. It's the substance of ourselves, what we have learned, what we have internalized, how we have triumphed over situations, circumstances, conditions, our dwelling in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence and have dwelled as a point of absolute and supreme intelligence to have set ourselves so that our body temples were cleared and cleansed and purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized so that we were completely revivified and resurrected so that the true spirit of the living God and goddesses were completely re-enthroned in their temples and we were the foundation of the establishment of the eternal order upon the planet and the eternal government and that we were taking responsibility to be responsive to the need and the edict for our resurrection. That is truly successful living. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time i welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every thursday night for those of you who are tuning via the worldwide web so grateful that you care to be with us right here than any other place on the planet and for those of you who are the inner circle the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this point time thank you so much for your consistency the meeting of the inner circle is always intended to exalt of existence, the divinity of existence to remind us that we are dwelling in the reality of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, and that there is inherent purpose in being that has nothing to do with being masters of capitalism, has nothing to do with how much fame and fortune you are acquiring. It is not about our being in a place where we try to get as much trophy and as much things much money as we possibly can. But it is school for those of us, all of us. who are in the courses of earth residency where we are responsible for learning how to respect the laws that govern existence itself, the laws that govern our own being, and learning how to be lawful, caring, to be in the order existence itself being ordered by the laws of existence itself so that we are able to truly benefit to be in a place where we are consistently applying ourselves to the enhancements, the edification, the upliftment, the enrichment of our own bodies, hearts, minds, souls, and spirits to the glory of the lineages that we represent and to the very intelligence that beats our heart, breathes us, and is the fabric of existence itself we're in a now moment that requires us to really go deep and reach high, to stand in the integrity of our own authenticity, to be in a place and space where it truly matters to us that we care to shine, we care to be radiant, we care to be brilliant in the laws of our being, to consciously the divinity of ourselves as opposed to our accepting sinfulness as our nature, accepting being fallible as the tenets of being human to come to a point and place where we are willing to really rewrite our now moment so that we're not creating greater tragic dates with fate. The travity travesty and the tragedy of our now moment is that we have so many ones who've taken responsibility to bring forward children into the world without understanding what the purpose in existence is without ever really coming to that place within themselves where they fully committed to the laws of life itself so that and everybody's in a place and space where we To be completely cleared of the violations and adulteration, to come to a point where we are willing to be forgiven, to be forgiving, to release and let go of our shame, our guilt, the blame, and all of those things that are negatively impacting us so that it becomes blockage and obstruction to our greater good and our greater growth and our unfolding and expansion as conscious beings, as living beings. absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself. We should be in a mindset where we really care to reverse the issues that are crystallizing in our tissues so that the corporate deities of death are not able to consistently and continuously generate millions and millions and trillions of dollars in the perpetuation of their poisons. And just because people don't die right away from the ingestion of the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the blessed mucus of cows, artificially colored, artificially flavored, neutral sweet, aspartame-laden, alcohol, tobacco, sugar, and all of this stuff does not mean that it is not detrimental to ourselves. And being mindful... That we are divinely designed and designed divinely to regenerate, to be consistently rejuvenating, provided that we are supporting the cellular functioning of us, provided that we care to literally honor ourselves and ourselves, and to realize that that is the first line of defense when you are under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide, where other ones are making, being out of alignment with the laws and governance, making it seem like it's chic, it's it's so popular, everybody's doing it, so we want to do it too. And I'm saying we have to come to a point where we're willing to protect our children From the ditches and valleys of degradation, protect our children from dwelling in the valley of the shadow of death. Protect our children from being undermined by those who have no love, no light, no wisdom, and no truth. But when you are apparently the issue that you are undermining your children, then understand you are scheduling a tragic date with fate for them. And the sisterhood has to come to a point where it matters to us what we're doing within ourselves, to ourselves, so that we are able to do what we are chosen to do as the perpetuator of our lineage, so that we. Are so many ones who are grieving right now, trying to turn the grief into a celebration, a grief of the sorrow of all of these babies who are being taken out prematurely. And I can't tell you how many ones I've seen who are never ever the same after losing their children to gang, gang violence, death, whatever. We have to come to a point and place where we are living to make a difference in this world to come to a point where it really matters how we're showing up, to come to a point and place where we are willing to accept the duty, obligation, and responsibility to blaze in the light of this absolute and supreme presence to make it ours so that we are able to secure our lineages in in a gloriously rising destiny in the fulfillment of the will of God, the ways of God, the laws of God, in the establishment of the eternal order and the eternal government upon the planet so that we are literally creating heaven on earth. And so for where we are right now and for wherever process of unfolding, realization, revelation, epiphanies, clarification. I'm encouraging you to make commitments to stand in the light of the truth of the all that you are, to be in a place where we understand that we have no leverage in the system that's intended to make sure we have no leverage over it, that we feel helpless, we feel hopeless, And the circumstances, the degradation, the disenfranchisement, the dissatisfaction, the disgust, the discontent, that this frequency that we are discouraged by it. That we do not see the light at the end of the tunnel, nor do we see the light that is ever-present, all-pervasive, filling all spaces because the condition of our blood and our body temples is going to lay foundation for our perspective, our perception, and how we see. And it is in the seeing that we have an opportunity to have the rightful standing and understanding and understanding with that which allows us to stand absolutely and for our caring to realize that this is where we have the greatest opportunity to live the greatest life is when we care to be rightly aligned with that which sees in the being. This now moment requires us to understand that a a system based upon capitalization, if the people themselves were oriented towards exalting life, then we could create a whole, whole other frequencies of talent, skills, abilities, and not just capitalizing, but, but truly cultivating and utilizing and the, the genius and the ingenuity and the talents towards the wellness, towards the wholeness, towards the good, and the greatness of the existence itself that all beings are intelligences of existence, and even those ones who have been tampered with and bred and and different species that have been cultivated specifically for human consumption, even with all of that that goes on, these are still intelligent creatures, intelligent enough to love their lives, intelligent enough to feed and know their food, excrete their ways, know their kind, of perpetuate themselves and be able to respond correctly and directly when they sense that their lives are threatened. But those ones who are in the slaughterhouses, those ones who are in the feedlot, those ones who are kept in captivity, born in captivity, maintained and sustained in captivity, and suffer all manners of abuses and whatnot. They their spirits are are filled with the pain and anguish and frustration and whatnot now that we see that mirrored in the lives of the people who feed off of them. And these are the ones who become gang members. These are the ones who become rapists and violators and bank robbers and thieves and those who were never fed fruits, vegetation, herbs, water and whatnot. They were fed the flesh of dead animals, the white sugar, the Kool-Aid, all of this garbage. These are the ones that we have created. See, there were no ghettos and there were no niggas and there were no crap and there were no jinx, and there was not, none of that. There were only intelligences of existence that were many with all matters of intelligence, all talents, skills, and abilities, and the bastardization, and usurpation that is taking place at the cellular level because of the capitalization, because there are those who feel as though that the buyer everywhere, that lives fair. You understand that they feel like they can do any goddamn one thing to anybody at any time and damn the consequences, and I'm saying no. that the judgment has been issued and you have been condemned to death. And being condemned to death does not mean that you should not be working towards some salvation in spite of it and in light of it, because we are able to shift and change, to repent and be healed, to be whole. There's no reason for us to continue to dwell in the ditches and valleys of degradation when we have the opportunity to come into the light of salvation and deliverance from it all. And being in a place where we are creating detriment, you know, and, and it's so sad to see that we have everything available to us and we'll throw ourselves away in the acquisition of things. And we will neglect the conscious care and cultivation and loving of our children so that we are able to love the things really in our loving, our honoring, our exalting, our right alignment with the virtues of character and to be virtuous, to be integritous, to be highly ethical and highly moral, to be in a place and space where we are willing to use everything towards a greater good to serve the greatness and the goodness of everything and everybody to understand how the laws work. And when you have a wholehearted effort and make a wholehearted effort to give that which needs to be given so that there is a fullness, a betterment, a, an, an enhancement in the hearts and the minds and the spirits of the people as opposed to you feeling entitled to be able to manufacture and create things that are detrimental, whether it's the pharmaceuticals, the drugs, the the programming. And so we're in a now moment that requires us to care, to care like we've never cared before, to get to a point in place where not caring is just not acceptable. Not rising is not acceptable. of the eternal order. We have the opportunity to participate with the resurrection and the reorientation of those of us who are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence. We have the opportunity resurrection. Nobody, regardless of what doctor they are, regardless of what they've done, how many books they've written, what kind of uh, audiences they've had, they have never ever created a greater way than loving the creator with our whole body, heart, mind, with all of our might consciously caring to live to be an honor and a glory unto the lineages that we represent. They have not created a greater way than honoring the integrity of our own beings, our own cellular functioning, putting ourselves in a in space where they are optimally functioning because we have sense enough to breathe deeply and drink water and do the herbs and Come back. when you love killing yourself and anesthetizing and inebriating and intoxicating and whatnot and there's so many ones they're just following that same path don't have a clue as to the cancers they're creating the heart disease they're creating the strokes and, and the of love to accept the correction that is ours to accept after having followed those who are wrong to reverse this pattern of continuing in the progression of errors and to know that the laws are in full effect. We get what we ask for. We get what we apply ourselves to, consciously or unconsciously. But to be in a place where you are undermining yourself and filling your body up with that which is going to create nothing but filth. So that it poisons your bloodstream, and when your bloodstream is poisoned, then your capacity to think is distorted, and that's what we're singing in terms of the trigger-happy policemen and those who feel entitled to kill, those who feel entitled to oppress and suppress and rape and violate, those who feel entitled to enslave little girls and young women and the fulfillment of base desires for sex those who are the pedophiles. You understand? We have to come to a point and place where we care to be in the integrity of the truth of ourselves. And yes, the traps here in this realm are the traps of sensuality where you can't control your desires and your appetites and see that's what the desire for flesh does. Puts you in a position where it becomes very difficult to control your urges. And not only is it difficult to control your urges, then you begin to have such, such perverse urges. And we have the opportunity to transcend it, to claim our lives, to claim our divinity. Our experiences, conditions, and situations are not our truth. But our greatest leverage and our greatest wealth and our greatest prosperity and our greatest opportunity to leave the earth as living beings and to avoid the calamity of death and being trapped and suffocated in bodies filled with filth to the degree to which you cannot activate any of your energy center cells or glands so that the spirit can truly get out of the body alive. We have the opportunity now to really care about how we're living. Because how we're living is going to lay foundation for how we're leaving or not. This is our time to dwell in the reality of our inherent. Is these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal? To learn how to pray without ceasing and loving it with our whole bodies, hearts, minds, lives, so that we are caring to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, so the true spirit of the living gods and goddesses are being completely re enthroned in our temple. And we have the opportunity to create the institutions, the culture of godliness and saintliness. A culture that reverences, respects life itself. And this is really the real foundation of what real success upon the planet is because those who are committed to death are most certainly coming towards it. The death will take you over. And after a while, all of the death industries would have killed all of those who would have partaken of the death, and they would all be dead. Hallelujah. <laughs> we need to come to a point point place where we care to be the living ones. Exalted Ones, the Eternal Ones, the Immortal Ones, this is our time. You into to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldness of the Eternal.